technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and, and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Who's your sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Greg Kohler and Stephen Elgin? Oh, yeah. Back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoover Sophisticates Radio here on WGNU 920 AM, WGNU920AM.com. You can get the podcast anywhere. You can listen to it. It'll probably be up around Monday. I don't know, whenever Seth gets to it. He's a busy man. I'm, I'm going to try to do it do. sooner. I've got a lot to do. He's got a lot to do. He's a busy, busy man, but you can find our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts, except there's for Spotify. One, there's one except show. Except for them, because I won't do it. There's one show on the station. It's hard to There's two. I'm not kidding. There's two. That wasn't a joke. There's two. We're we're joined here in studio by a local comedian, which is, we're taking your thing, Wall. We're taking it. Yeah. Forget you guys. We came at you in the first hour, gave you You all of our praise. Well, now you can sit here. Now that we've got you all buttered up, you can sit here and you can appreciate while we talk to the up and coming stars of the St. Louis comedy scene today. We are joined by Max Price. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks oh, for coming. Yeah, I like the fake applause. It's, uh, <laughs> it's real as it gets. It's <laughs> a live studio, studio I've had all week. No, if you, if you had real people in here clapping, that would be as real as it gets, Seth. You wouldn't yeah. have to record. I kind of wish we were like like whatever that show is. Good Morning America. We had like people yeah. out just holding up random signs. I did and, that. That's how I got my start. You know that. Out here. I saw you Sunday morning out here. <laughs> Sunday morning? This last Sunday? No, it was like no a couple years ago. You no came out on a Sunday. We have a guest. We do. <laughs> Max yeah. Price, what uh, what's going on, man? Are you a you a St. Louis local? Through and through. I mean, born and raised? No, 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 no. I moved. I mean, I moved here like ten years ago. But uh, I mean, I've lived all over the country, really: California, New York, Indiana, uh, Arkansas, and here. That's pretty wow, sweet. Right which, which actually uh, is, I found really funny about the title of the show, Hoosier Sophisticate, because yeah. there's literally only two places in the world that you could use that name that would make any sense, but it means two completely different things. Because sure. in Indiana, you're just like, yeah, I'm from Indiana, I'm a Hoosier, but here it's like, oh, I'm a Hoosier. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. Yeah, yeah. Get it. These <laughs> jeans would make perfectly good shorts. Hand me those scissors. When my, dude, when <laughs> we first moved here, my mom was livid about the fact that that was a derogatory term. Sure. Because she, my mom was born and raised in Indiana. She's in Indiana. Yeah. And so, and so like, she tried to steal our the, jobs in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, right. That's I know. Uh, so, we, so we moved here, and, like, she was uh, – someone kept referring to someone as a Hoosier, and she was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, why, like, she was like, you're saying – you keep saying that like a bad thing. Like, so they're from Indiana. They're like, no, a Hoosier, you know, like a redneck. She's like, that's not what that means. Is that what that means here? <laughs> Screw you guys. So in Indiana, are there like like well-to-do people that like dress nice and go to formal events? Like, yes, I'm a Hoosier. Yeah, I'm from for Indiana. sure. No. Really? You being being from Indiana, you're that's a just what it means. You that are, just okay. means like, that's like being Hoosier. Oh, it's, it's like if you're from Oklahoma, you're a Sooner. Just yeah, means if you're okay. from Indiana, yeah. you're I gotcha. an idiot. Okay, that's what it means. <laughs> that's what it means here. Uh, <laughs> no, it. Well, that's the, uh, you know, we tried to take, like, the pride back into it, but then I looked it up on um, Urban Dictionary, Hoosier, and it's like, it brought race into the deal, and I was like, ooh, should we make our, yeah, I know, it's like, oh, You're white. right. Well, it's, it's towards yeah. white people, though, so yeah. we, we totally, yeah, we totally <laughs> looked up. be like, oh, I'm offended, and like, okay. Cool. Yeah. We can make fun of us. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when other people do. Uh, excuse me, I, don't I like... have family in Indiana, and <laughs> I am allowed. I'm Greek. That was so. a hard R on that cracker, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, I, I did look up the etymology of it and it does it does date people ask you know uh, a few times i think when we had sam lyons in here he was he's from mississippi he's like i don't can you explain it like i don't get it you know and uh we grew up in south city st louis and like it was just for generations it was this super derogatory thing and when I moved away from St. Louis, like it I didn't almost think became it was this derogatory that much. It, well, though. it was it was it wasn't so much derogatory as it was just kind of 
You're just like, look at that. Des- over describe there. that's it's literally derogatory. derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> you just proved our point. Have, not <laughs> when you're on the end of it, though, you have to look at it differently when other people are calling you. But a my buddies the whole and I, we, we would always kind of laugh and and be like, hey man, we're just proud Hoosiers from South City, man. Yeah. Like that's you know, and it and it, it did kind of take on this this whole other yeah. thing. When you're from the neighborhood, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Kind of kids who think we're Hoosiers. Were. Like, we're Hoosiers, man. Cool, we're proud to be Hoosiers. And your mom's going around to everyone like, hey Hoosier, like just like saying to everyone. Everybody like, oh, that's the thing. Here. There was uh, an extended, uh, you know, in our little tr- family tree where someone was like, and there he is being proud to be a Hoosier. And I'm like, well. Who, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of talking about like they think that that's like a source of pride. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it. Let's go on a float trip. What are you doing, Sally? <laughs> Nothing. Do you have a radio show? No, you don't. Does she? She probably she could. Does. She, she, she could get does. one on WGNU pretty so easily. She actually she saw most of her uh, success in the 80s. She wore big red glasses. You might remember her. So. Sally Jesse Raphael? That was her. Oh, was her. I like her. That was I like her. her. Yeah, she she fought her. the good fight. Yes, yeah, she did. For a long time. All right, Max, if you had to do a Mount Rushmore of comedians that you like off the uh, top of your head. <laughs> on the spot. Uh, off, off the top of my head. Well, My I first say, two are super easy. Go ahead. Uh, Nate Bargetsy. John Mulaney, Bill Burr, oh, and I guess I would say Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah, I'm solid. Well, we share two. We share two. What was, what was the four. first name there that you said? Nar- yeah. Nate Bargetsy. He's I've ever seen. Him okay, he's stuff. super underrated, but he's my all time. Oh no, no, no! Actually, uh, dang. Wait, wait. You get an honorable mention. Yeah, you honorable, can have an honorable, honorable mention. mention. Uh, dude, Gary Goldman is absolutely probably yeah. the best. Writer in comedy today. You forgot but Dane the, Cook. <laughs> oh, huh. no, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> no. You see what you've got yourself into. We're we not fifteen-year-olds. Uh, we know we comedy. All right. Like no, I left him out on purpose. Uh, <laughs> no, Nate Bargetsy is absolutely one of the one of the best. He's. Oh. Uh, I mean, he's probably my biggest uh, uh, source of inspiration for comedy. I mean, his delivery is so. Uh, conversational and just uh, it's so unique. It's just so like down to earth and so easy to relate to. He's he's amazing. I, a lot of people haven't heard of him, and I think he's one of those that he's one of those that if you if you're into comedy, you respect him so much, and he becomes an idol once you've really listened to him. Yeah, exactly. But like, he's not enough well known. But I mean. It's not like he's not popular at all. I mean, he's had a com- Comedy Central special. special. Okay. Yeah, he's got a Comedy Central special. He's got a couple albums on Spotify that you can listen to. But, I mean, he's from Tennessee, and he's got that perfect, like, just enough of an accent to really uh, make his material seem so true and relatable. But he's not. he doesn't just sound like a, you know, a southern hit, you know like yeah it's just, it's just sounds like a Hoosier say it no that's, that's yeah, a, yeah if you haven't I highly recommend checking him out he's I mean he's one of those and he's one of those people who does one of the absolute hardest things to do in comedy is be hilarious while being like 100% perfectly clean I mean he doesn't talk he doesn't say a single curse word he doesn't talk about a single thing that you might like Nothing. I mean, there's nothing like he doesn't even talk about sex. Like he has had a couple jokes about like maybe like being drunk and doing something dumb when he's drunk, but it doesn't even go into anything terrible. Right. Out there. like it is. It's insane. Like that's such a hard thing to do is be squeaky clean and still be relatable to and funny to anybody. And uh, he's one of those. So that's kind of why he's kind of my inspiration is because cool. that's how you know someone's a perfect writer is when they're able to do that. I mean, that's awesome. Totally. Yeah. Now, do you write? As well, like uh, as far as writing other things besides your stand up, do you want to get into like, uh, you know, skits or? Yeah, SNL was a cool deal. Actually, shows and. Doing other forms of writing is what actually kind of like built into me wanting to do stand up. I used to, like, when I was younger, I I used to write a lot of stories. I wanted to be a novelist, and I. uh, So kind of, I just, I was already like really into writing, and then I discovered stand up. And realized that was what I wanted to do. Yeah, do, do you do like a storyteller type of stand-up, or yeah, do you mostly. tell true stories? You yes, ca- that's 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 actually almost exactly my my style. I do mostly storytelling, and they're pretty much just a little bit ex- exaggerations of the the truth. But I mean, every story that I tell is based 
on a true story. Obviously, to you know, to work for the stage, you have to kind of you know add in little uh, extra things. But yeah, for the most part, my stories are all like just real things that have happened to me. I talk about being a young father a lot, and you know things about my childhood, How old are you? relationships. Uh, Twenty five. Twenty five. How old's your kid? He turns four in a couple of weeks. Or in uh, ways, I guess. Three weeks, yeah. Lefty or righty? How's he throw? He's a good prospect to figure out. No, that's that's a good source to uh, to come from for comedy. No doubt. Do you think that? Uh, how do you get it to relate to non-parents if that's where you're living a lot of times? The, here's the thing: you don't have to be a parent to be able to relate to kids. That's the, what that makes kid material so easy to relate to anyone is because. Being young, I automatically relate to a younger crowd. They just kind of get that vibe from me. And then I relate to an older crowd by talking about kids because gotcha. they usually Everybody's have been kids. A kid. yeah. And even if you're younger and you don't have kids, you can, you're can. you probably an uncle or an aunt uh, You or your friend has kids. You, you still ha- you know, you know kids. Like you don't have to be a parent to know things about kids so it just kind of it's a it's a universal appeal really that's pretty cool man i was a dad at 21 man i was the same exact i had my my first son when i was 21 years old i would totally love to the funniest thing that ever happened was after that pregnancy like our first date night me and my my son's mom we went and saw the movie knocked up with, with, Great, we're going to get about a five minute. No, 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 we're not. We're not. Story what here. it is? <laughs> no, but, but after that, like, like reliving the hilarity of the pregnancy experience, oh, yeah. like sure. it was the we laughed so hard after you know, whatever ten months of pregnancy. Like it was our first night out, whatever. Like we laughed so hard because it was so relatable. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I would I would drink comedy like this up. There's not a whole lot of stuff written for 21 year old kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every, most comedians kind of get there. By having a bunch of hard experience, my favorite comedians are blue, you know, like, and oh, so yeah. it's like the older guys typically tell the the darker joke because they've been beaten that down by life. That was the deal. That was the <laughs> deal for a while in comedy. Like, you can almost shock people into laughing if you say, uh, I mean, that's my whole shtick for real. Dude, like, what dirty words can I piece together that people are like, oh, my God, he said that? Uh, the end of George Carlin's oh, yeah, no, career was super dark, but, like, I think that's another thing, like, as far as, like, Big Dice Clay fan talent Dice goes Clay is, like, somebody like George Carlin who did something, a uh, special called Life is Worth Losing. And it's super dark, and he's standing in front of like a cemetery. But he brings laughter to sure. it. Yeah, like that's like an yeah, art form itself. That. Yeah. Oh God, that. yeah. Poking oh, fun at our mortality. I love it. Dark humor <laughs> can definitely be art. It's when you, it's when you just try to get a reaction solely off of being dark. It's like it. It, it, it has to be a personality. Has, it has to be creativity thing. added to it. It's like I hate when comics try to make their punchline just. Uh, instead of making it creative, something that you weren't expecting, like a twist, it's just like saying the raunchiest thing that came yeah. to mind. And it's like anybody can. Oh, yeah. anybody I can love how much nothing. you hate Steve right yeah. now. Yeah, it's hat comedy. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you an Amy Schumer fan? <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured I would marry her. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. Why? I, I'm just joking. I, why? She's rich. Don't you do that. Yeah, oh, there. Have that going for me. And. I mean, okay, so her first, like, big special, mostly sex stuff, which a lot of it was like, yeah, it's like that, you know, kind of stuff. But there are a decent amount of jokes in that special that are that were actually done cleverly. That's yeah. like, you can still, I mean, just look at, uh, I mean, not to compare the two, but David Tell. He is so raunchy, oh, so dirty, but he is a favorites. genius. Mm-hmm. He is, it's I there. mean, brilliantly creative. He's awesome. But that's the thing is that you can, uh, you can be like David Tell. Or you can be like Brian Regan, who I mean, super he clean. Would, he, yeah, he that's did, another guy that like just super clean and yep. just kills you. Yeah, that's and that's the that's the thing is there's no one way to do comedy. There's it's just like any art form. It's it's all subjective. Nobody is gonna you know not everyone is gonna like one person. Everyone's gonna have haters, but it's like. I, there's there's no one way to do it. As long as you're being creative, there's no subject that you can't make funny. You know, there's yeah. there's so many ways to go about it. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite thing about uh, like doing comedy? You like putting on a show? You like getting like a bunch of? Do you have a bunch of friends that you typically go to for a show? Like you put shows together and call up four people that you know? Or, I well, I mean, so for my show that I produce, I would say 
it's it's t- it's tough because my show is uh, different in the sense that a lot of showcases will have you know like seven or eight comedians doing you know shorter amounts of time. Mine is like a real spotlight on just a few select comics every month that are doing a features worth of time, which is about like twenty five minutes. It's, it's me and three other comics doing twenty five minutes, and. The the hard part is that there is a whole lot of amazing talent in St. Louis. There really is. It's very highly concentrated with great writers, very unique styles. And when you're only doing th- three comics per month, it takes a long time to go through the rotation because yeah. there's hundreds of comics in St. Louis. I mean, I don't think people realize. I mean, and that's not even that much for most I mean cities. I mean, if you go to New York or L.A., there are thousands and thousands of comedians yeah. or at least you know you know quote unquote people trying their hand people, at it. yeah people trying to you know make it but that's the that's the thing and then on top of that i also have some really awesome comics from around the country who hit me up all the time to be booked i mean my show's already booked a year in advance really because there's so many uh and i have good to reject a lot of <laughs> oh, is, that, is it bad should i good for you i could just hear the, the God, I want to punch you in there's there's comics guy. that i would love to have on the show more often than i do but there's you know there's only so much room yeah, sure. and there are but there are i mean if it's like down to like the anniversary show or uh my birthday show or something like that there are Definitely, though, like those comics that I'm like, I can 120 percent guarantee that they will absolutely destroy and yeah. I mean make it a huge um, cool. event, you know. So, so there definitely are those comics, but um, but I, but that's the thing is that you know every every crowd is different. There are times when there's some comics that I've I've booked that I was like, ooh, I don't know how they're gonna do, blah blah blah, and they absolutely you know, just demolish the place. I mean, just yeah. every single joke is just crushing. And then there's comics that, I mean, I always see kill or like they sent me, if they're from, you know, uh, a different state and they sent me a video and they just destroyed. And I was like, oh man, these guys, this guy is going to absolutely demolish. And then they just like bomb. And I'm like, man, yeah, it's just, yeah. you never know because the, every crowd's different. It's a subjective art form. You never know how it's going to go. And even if it's a comic who generally does awesome, there's still going to be crowds that just oh, aren't yeah. feeling yeah. their style. It doesn't mean they're a bad comic. It just no. wasn't the the right niche group for them. All the all the greats talk about getting heckled and booed off the stage at some point. I think it's like a rite of passage for a lot yeah. of comedians. You know, like, even the best comedians, they're fearless, you know, still there. bomb. Even the people that even the household names still oh, yeah. bomb to this. They talk about working day. on their craft so much. That's what I didn't realize. Like when yeah. now that, you know, Joe Rogan's so vocal about how they go to the comedy store so often to just be like, okay, I'm working out this joke, working out for yeah. weeks, weeks, months, oh, yeah. months. You don't really think about that when you're watching the Netflix special. Exactly. Is that something you would like to, you know, a five-year plan? Are you looking to maybe do a special? And uh, Could you do an hour? Who looking... doesn't want to do yeah, that? I mean, that's that's a... I want to do that. Yeah, I haven't even been on stage. Oh, well, everybody's, everybody's, yeah. Every, or would you rather write a movie or something? Nobody, or? Nobody's like, no, I, I'm one of those. I, I've really centered it. A lot of comics really like to branch out and do, you know, improv and also do yeah. sketch and also act and blah, blah, blah. I really personally have no interest in anything but stand-up. That's the only thing that really, like, calls cool. to me uh, personally. And I, I enjoy watching those other things, and I respect it, and I love it. It's just not personally something I take enough interest in to, uh, to take any time away from stand-up. It's just that's really my thing. But, um, yeah. Right on, man. So you talked about your show. It's a monthly deal. Yeah, so the the best of STL showcase is a show that I produce at the Funny Bone in Westport Plaza. It's a monthly show. It is uh, the it's the highest attended comedy show in the city. It's been the uh, highest attended and top rated and reviewed show in the city for uh, for a year now. Actually, yeah, since Ooh, last, since, last, since last March. Uh, so that's when you cue the fake applause. Sounds like <laughs> integrity. <laughs> that's, that would have been a great time. It's, it's, all, it's over. You had your chance. <laughs> the crowd's a little. They're asleep. <laughs> We've been voted the best uh, Friday night. Well, we, we just talked about the, the best the show called Who's Your Sophisticate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. But Man. it's a it's a yeah it's a great time. I think it's one of those. It built up a lot of popularity in the sense that well, for one, the hard part about it is that it's always on a Wednesday. And that's a tough day to get people to come out, but we uh, I always give everyone an opportunity to see it free. Yeah. And so 
uh, a lot of we bring in a lot of people who don't often go out because it you know to shows like that because a lot of times they're paying 20 bucks a, a ticket you know they may not have uh, money for that or uh, you know, after after paying that, it's like they didn't have money for the babysitter or oh, whatever. Sitter so, on a Wednesday, and so like it, a lot of a lot of people will come out because they're like, oh wow, I can go out and see something and not have to you know spend you know everything all night. that I made today. So it's a yeah, it's a very cheap fun date night, especially like for like college kids and stuff who don't have a lot of money to go out, but they still want to do something fun, and they come out and they can. Uh, my my name is like the password to get it. I also dish out like just like tickets all the time and stuff, but like my name is the free entry password for the show. So like you go nice. up and be like, Hey, Max Price has free tickets for us, then cool, cool, just come on in. Uh for free. Nice. And so uh but here's the thing is that like a lot of times people will when they come to see a free show, they're thinking like all right, if they're not even charging us, it must not be worth yeah. much. We're just going to come and support local, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, the, the, I mean, it's crazy the amount of times that people who didn't know what they were coming to see came up to me after the show and they were like, wow, we came to see because it was free and we thought we were just supporting some local artists. I had no idea it was actually like this insane, like huge production with like ins- amazing comics. I mean, they were like, yeah. we were laughing the whole time and then uh, we just – you know built up a, a fan base of, of regulars so i mean we have a huge amount of regulars come uh all the, i mean last month uh i sold out the club for the first time right um and so i mean we have yeah we have people coming up coming back if not every month at least every couple months and stuff and then you know you also have those new people come in yeah. and it's just kind of built into a really amazing thing that i'm really proud to have uh, built up from the ground you plan on sticking around st louis for a while because this sounds awesome man i could see you know, a little second city type action and say i would love to see like a group of st louis comedians like how chicago gets be- known be- for back the, in the day because we do have SNL some cast. funny people in yeah. st louis man. Yeah. a lot of trauma here there's not a, there's <laughs> not enough spotlight on st louis comedy honestly and that's something that a lot of people have been trying to change i mean you have uh the all the people who help run the flyover comedy festival yeah, that's happened yeah, yeah. for a couple of years. I mean, that's the first festival we've ever had. And, you know, it's gotten a lot of recognition to some amazing comics on there. I mean, I've, uh, I was part of it both years and that it's happened. And, you know, people are really, really trying. But um, it's, I don't know, it's just because it's always been considered a flyover area. That, I mean, which is specifically why they called <laughs> it that, you know. But uh, the whole point is, like, to kind of backlash against that whole idea of us being a flyover state, uh, especially for entertainment. I mean, there's in every art, there's amazing talent in this city. I mean, if you really look and search it out, there are some amazing photographers, graffiti artists, dancers, models, Mm -hmm. uh, comedians, musicians. uh, Friday night radio shows. Friday (laughs) night radio shows. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's it's, it's insane. I think St. Louis gets so overlooked in every Mm -hmm. art form. There's there's really so much to be uh, seen here that's not really and that's kind of what i do so if you uh, check out my my instagram page max uh, at max price is me uh i do something every sunday it's called support local sunday and it's a weekly uh, post that i do where i i take a different artist i take you know i try to keep it as d- diverse as possible use a different type of art all the time and i spotlight and um do a post about them and try to like get the more followers to be like hey cool. this like hey this is a really awesome artist in your area follow them check out the awesome stuff yeah. they're doing and um this kind of like i have a, a my story highlight uh just like specifically for that so people can go Sweet, back and look man. through and try to like you know uh check them out and um, so that's, that's huge. Something that's something huge I've been for the region. trying to do because it just it, it bothers me that like there's not enough. It, when you have tool, tools like uh, social media, it's like we have exactly what we need to share uh, fan fan bases and uh, you know let all these amazing uh, artists in our city be have you know Connect. more for followers and fans and yeah. and we're not using it. You know we have yeah. like it's, we can. For free and with very little energy and time, help like just all help each other out, and that's kind of what I've been trying to do with that uh, that weekly thing. But that's um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. cool. Max. That's cool to hear from an outsider yeah. too, because usually it. it's people in St. Louis like St. Louis is best. It's like where you've ever been. They're like nowhere. Yeah. But I know, and you're kind of like, ah, <laughs> all right. You know, it's nice to see someone who's Got- traveled a little bit who's like, no, the art here is good. Oh, it's great. It's just so highly concentrated because when you go to 
you in Chesterfield. Of, you see a lot of great. You see, <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot of great, you know, artists in different cities, but it's usually, you know, one out of every, you know, like hundred or something like that, or just because they're insanely huge cities with sure. so many people. Of course, there's going you know, to yeah. be that many great artists, but it's like you have the same amount of great artists with Saturated. way less yeah. uh, people. Yeah. It's so much highly. Uh, higher concentrated. I don't know what it is, but uh, it, awesome. we really just... the water up north near the radioactive uh, <laughs> waste dump. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, we're we're way it's up against it, but super uh, superheroes until we're like thirty, we die. <laughs> I love. Hey, you got me. You got me juiced because Steve and I talk I about tentacles. <laughs> we talk about this all the time, and saying we we want to build the community up, man, and like yeah, that that is inspiring to hear man. you say that. I have to scold our fans all the time about how easy it Every is morning. to hit a follow button. How hard is yeah. that? To share. share something. I mean, we are open for any local artist to contact Listen, us. The guy for told anything. you he came in here. I promise you that was not scripted. You gotta you gotta get more involved with the local art, and you gotta give them your support. It doesn't cost you a dime. It I know. Cost you two seconds. I know we're up against it, but I we wanted to ask you this too. Uh, up all night. Insomniac with David Tell. You mentioned David Tell. Mm-hmm. You've seen? Have you seen that show? It's kind of old. Insomniac. Yeah, we're thirty-five. Comedy Central. Yeah, he just that, goes out really late and just yeah, does whatever. Yeah, that was a weird show. It was on really late when I was a kid, I and I remember it. being like, "What's this dude on? Like, sure. this is great." And he was great. That comes from Andrew. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer yeah. says Mitch Hedberg. Oh yeah, Mitch. Big, of course. Big, big yeah. Oh man, did he? <laughs> he was an innovator. He started a whole new style of yeah. comedy, and that's oh, the thing is that he's... many would argue Stephen Wright. Yeah. He kind of, he okay, kind of followed his yeah, Put him in the same Fair. school. Put him in the same school. Okay, yeah, that that short one liner. Definitely, but Mitch Hedberg had such a whole – like he took that unique style and then made, made his better. own unique oh, version yeah. of it. His cadence was so Better punchlines, basically, just, yeah. It was, uh, it was so – yeah, but that's the thing is that like but what people don't realize is like the – even the Comedy Central special that Mitch Hedberg did was like those laughs were actually edited into it. He bombed that show so hard. Like that's the he is, he is such a posthumous really? – uh, famous comic because I mean people did not understand what he was doing. First they really he they they For sure. thought he was just like awkward. They thought he was just like too nervous yeah. and like people could not get into him other people because. Me people sure. weren't branching out into uh, so many new styles yet. So people, they like they had a very uh, narrow-minded view of what comedy and stand-up yeah. and writing needs to be like. And then he started doing this, and people are like, "I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what's happening." And then after he died, it was like that was when fi- people were like looking back on what he did, and they're like, "Wait, this is genius!" It's like friggin' and, sublime. Oh, Okay, we got it. Yeah, we are. Way up to the hey, one, one last more. time, you got a is the St. Louis Comedy Showcase. It, can they can they follow? Can our fans follow that online? How can they yeah, find so, you on social uh, media? Yeah, so the Facebook page, the Best of STL Showcase, and then my Instagram is definitely one of the easiest ways. I I mean, I do every month. I do like a, a contest where people can win merchandise cool. uh, and like gifts from our sponsors uh, as well. But that's the easiest way. Max at Max Price is me is my Instagram or on Twitter the same handle. The Best of STL Showcase. On Facebook, you can hit me up. Uh, free tickets anytime. It's a it's a really good show. Definitely come check it out. At Max Price is me. Yeah. Okay. At Max Price is me. The was the best STL showcase. The best the best of STL showcase. Best yeah. of STL showcase. Guys, Max Price, thank you so much hey, for joining thank us, man. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Who's Sophisticate here on WGNU. We'll catch you on the other side of the break, guys. <laughs> You can get an insurance quote anywhere. What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome. He has the James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail, and you'll always get a great back rub. He has the softest hands. A strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We love the cut of his jet. Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find him online at carltoninsurance.net. We Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. Well, that's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. 
Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens whiskers. And if you enter HOSO in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting Tom Cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, MoMedCanCo.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. sophisticated hoosiers have you been to our website visit hoosier sophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast share some laughs with us send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special buy our merchandise so that we can eat wear your hoosier sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of ted that's right screw ted ted sucks that's HoosierSophisticate.com. The good people of St. Louis City can be quite sophisticated. Here we are in a universe that has nothing in common with us. We're just a sort of cosmic fluke. And therefore, the only hope for mankind is to beat this irrational universe into submission. And at other times, pretty Hoosier as well. I tried this one chili and it set my mouth on fire and I had to drink a two liter of Mountain Dew. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU 920 and streaming live at WGNU920AM.com. A diamond is forever. You know what? F*** that. A tattoo, that's forever. A piece of art that represents something you're passionate about, a loved one, a memory, or maybe just some really cool design you want to be part of your body for life. Stop by Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove and let one of their artists take your idea from your heart, soul, and mind and bring it to your skin. From the drawing table to the application itself, these artists hit a home run in every aspect of tattooing. Any style, any size, color, black and gray, doesn't matter. They got you covered. Got the itch to get inked? Check out their artist profiles at TowerClassic.com. Tower Classic Tattoo, located at 4146 Manchester in the Grove. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work, and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk, and for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. 
My new album, You From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover. Because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View from the Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. In order to get the principle of a network across, I have to convey to you an idea which is extremely simple, but which is difficult to grasp only because we're not used to it. We are used to thinking as uh, Westerners, as having a certain kind of language, and therefore a certain kind of logic that goes with it. We're used to thinking of the world in terms of the game of billiards. In other words, we are still thinking about our psychology, our bodies, and their relationship to the outside world in terms of what would scientifically be called Newtonian mechanics. With Stephen Elgin and Craig Kohler. This is Hoosier Sophisticated Radio, everybody. Presented by Mycelio Media. Let's chill, St. Louis. Hey, guys. Oh, that was so cool. Uh, I just wanted to say shout out to Integrity. Integrity's got some friends in the building. One of them's a kid. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Reese pops back up. <laughs> guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we got Max Price stick, stuck around with us. We only got a couple minutes uh, to let everybody know because Steve has no regard for anybody else's time. None. Ever. Um, oh, this is guys, this whole too. second hour, though, has been brought to you by Lifetime Roofing. Roof, roof. There are guys. Check out LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. They do exterior work. They do roofs. They're former insurance adjusters. They know how to talk to people. You got a little leak. What do you know? You know nothing. Call people that know what they're talking about, that are going to take care of you, that aren't going to take advantage of you. They're going to take a good portion of your dollars that you spend with them and give them directly back to the community because that's what Lifetime Roofing is all about. Check them out. Google it. Just go Google it. Steven. Guys, I got a great article. Shared it on our uh, Facebook page. Um, It's If you need a little extra cash, you guys need everybody needs a little extra cash, right? Absolutely. Sell an organ, right? Can you we guys, get a little uh, game show music with this? You guys want to know how much these organs go for? We're going to call this game, How Much Can You Sell That Organ For? I don't think the integrity here with the music. No, it's cool. We don't need it. Um, Eventually, we'll, we'll, we pay somebody to play we, we game, show we music, so. game show music. There we go. Kidney. How much are you getting a kidney for? If you want to sell your kidney, how much are you getting a kidney for? And I will tell you, in, in America, they, they're a lot more expensive you guys than they go are first, in China. And I'll guess $1 more. Okay, Craig, you're up first. I'm gonna say what are you going for in the black market. You need a little extra cash? You got two of them. What you want? Uh, man, I mean, a kidney seems hard to part with. I thirty-five hundred. It's the most important. It's the most popular organ on the black market. If you want, that seems about right. That's thirty-five hundred. I'm going low. I feel like thirty-five hundred is kind of low for what I would okay, take, okay. but there's a lot of them out there. Seth, I'm gonna say fifteen hundred a kidney, but price cut twenty-five hundred for the pair. Oh, well, you're dead if you <laughs> Okay, you're out. Uh, Maybe you're flipping yourself. Twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. And we are going to go in at a staggering two hundred thousand dollars for a oh, kidney. Oh man, I'm selling on the short. black market. No way, dude. They're farming those things in China and selling them. Seventy five percent of the black market organ trade involves the sale of kidneys. Um, sadly, less than a third of U.S. patients on the kidney wait list get a legal opportunity to save their uh, lives. Something worth noting is that these uh, organs are cost much lower in China and India, where they That's range fifteen thousand to sixty-two thousand. Oh, okay. You just got eight kids around you in a bathtub full of ice. Like, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> they can pedal extra cash. They can pedal it out way cheaper. Go to checking the cash. Screw that. Right, so your so, kids so they, they, they stitch you back up with a Nike sign. <laughs> And it comes apart in a in a year. Yeah, I bet it does. Um, all right. Next on our list. This is probably if you find a dead body or maybe murder a drifter. Um, livers. What are you gonna get for that drifter's oh, liver? Man, I gotta think they're hard to farm. In America? It's right by the gallbladder. In America? 
Like, are all these that numbers matter? based on the U.S. Is it, are they based on the pop that. Are they based on the petrodollar? Because you just showed a big uh, con- discrepancy here. This is American market. Okay. American okay. Black market. Very good. A liver's got to go for. Thirty-one thousand American uh, lives are waiting for these. Yeah, I'm saying uh, a liver's going for easy four hundred k. Okay. Wow. Kidney two hundred k. Liver. Uh, I'm going less than the kidneys. I'm going to say. $35,000 for a liver. I'm going to say 300 and a bottle of Chianti in the words of Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. $157,000. All right. That's the closest without going over. It's a over. much more vital organ. To I if your that. liver is healthy, though. I want you, the bicycles for him and her. You can live without part of it. Finding a black market buyer who will pay a compelling fee, compelling fee for a partial liver. Yeah, you can do it because the liver is the only organ that can actually grow and regenerate. As an alcoholic, I would pay a lot more for (laughs) farming healthy healthy livers is a seven-figure business. (laughs) Have you ever skinned an animal, though? Liver, you're getting in, you're getting out, bud. You're getting in, you're getting out. It's not. It's about the the value that it brings. I mean, the people that are paying for that. We're talking about Rockefellers we only got five here. Minutes, all right, Mr. Go no time. Um, all right, we got more time than that. Say, uh, you know, you find a dead body on your property. You harvest the heart. I had a nickel. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> we've all been there. Heart's big dough. Heart's okay. big dough. Heart. What are you getting for a heart? Three twenty-five. Now remember, you got to snip ventricles and. Aortas. Are we talking about getting it put into, or are we just talking no? About no we're just talking about heart. we're talking about getting one out that's salvageable, so you don't show up like an idiot and they're like three hundred twenty-five grand. Three hundred twenty-five grand. When you say these, can you remind me what these organs do? Because I <laughs> I know what they are. I can't even remember how important they are to what. This to one's pretty important. Yeah, this <laughs> the, one's waiting, the, heart, the waiting list. Heart, how many engine. how many the people heart. are on this waiting list? Also, I think will determine price a lot. Right? Yeah, no, that's why I dropped that gem of knowledge, but it doesn't sit. Well, if the ob- obesity doesn't. rate in America, I imagine the heart has got to be... Heart a, disease is bad. Yeah. It's like uh, the third leading man, cause of death or something like that? I, uh, it's the cannabis. Empo. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with four. I think Dollars? that's probably the... Yeah. <laughs> Two McChickens. Okay. You're really not good at this game. This is what got you. 400K? I said 325. 325? I'm going a mil. Hundred and nineteen thousand bucks. Really? So this is this is. You said four. Technically, he got closest without going over because he never he never specified. <laughs> yeah, four bucks. These numbers are ridiculous. That's, I know that's you're losing his mind right now. You're losing bad. All right, let's say you accidentally kill a hooker again. You're harvesting her corneas. Let's say that. Yeah. You know what they say? Allegedly. Her corneas. When you kill a hooker, might as well harvest her organs. Listen, hey, we have a child watching. She has beautiful eyes. <laughs> you harvest them corneas, boy. How much are you going to get for a nice set of corneas? Think uh, oh. think that movie with Mission Impossible. Are for they the still pair? dilated from the meth? Yeah. yeah. For, the, for the pair? Uh, meth is extra. For the pair or for one? <laughs> This says uh, a pair. Okay, I'm I'm 75k. Okay. Uh, 60k. 70. Okay. Hundred thousand. Fifty k. Well, twenty eight oh. or forty eight eighty eight hundred. So I'll, you know what? I'll bet they're thirty and I. But if you buy the pair, they're twenty four four hundred and I. Yeah, yeah. You probably get a price cut there for sure. Those are easily <laughs> thirty and I. Yeah, I think about that movie. They're trying uh, to move some product. They love it when people buy in bulk. Movie with Tom Cruise where he's got to get the new eyes. Uh, <laughs> well, how it's about in the future? It's in the future. Anything? Even the black cop market has a Costco. Oh, Minority Report. Minority Report. One of the oh. greatest movies of all time. So oh, that's is it really a good movie. So guys, if you want to uh, sell your organs. Hey, there you go. Can we do a turbo version? Speaking of watching movies, who won that? Oh, kill that music. Kill that music right now. Integrity. Kill it. Guess what? We like movies. So do we. He plays this one and I always like it. You like internet. So do you. It's the streaming picks of the week. It's the streaming picks of the week. It's the streaming picks of the week. We We like like the the internet. internet. Two. What are you watching? We're gonna have to drop the tempo on that clap. No, <laughs> just real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm watching a lot of stuff on television, and one of it it's Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, that. that's all I've been. Is watching. that all you've been watching? Yeah, I've watched you go, you go. For, I've I'm sorry. For go. All of us. Go. You do it. I've been on the documentary. You do the thing, guys. 
Uh, Quincy Jones. Are you familiar with Quincy Jones? Yeah. Quincy Jones seems like he was attached to everything. Signed the declaration? Everything. Yeah. He was the third signer yes. uh, after John Hancock and Thomas Jefferson. It was then Quincy, Quincy Jones. Jones yeah. Adams. Yeah. For sure. No, Quincy Jones, like for me, uh, I was born in 84, right? He was involved in every big uh, R&B music. He was – dude, I had no idea. He's yeah. A, he's a jazz – Michael Jackson? He's on he the Mount Rushmore jazz. Thriller? Dude. Yeah, Thriller. Yeah. But, dude. Here's what I didn't know. First off, it's a great documentary. It's called Quincy, okay? And it he was Frank Sinatra's band, man for, band leader for 40 years, dude. Best friends with oh, him. Yeah. Still wears Frank Sinatra's ring. He, it was like, you remember Supermensch where, like, everybody knew the guy? Quincy Jones is that guy. Oh, yeah. I He's like that. the godfather, dude. Everybody that's anybody in the entertainment industry – they looked at Quincy Jones like he's their dad, and it, it was awesome. Check out Quincy. It was really neat. That led me down a rabbit hole to the, the two killings of Sam Cooke. There's a lot of great music documentaries on uh, Netflix right now. So uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give you all of them. but uh, I did watch a movie. I watch? watched uh, Couples Retreat on uh, uh, HBO, oh. and I was like, I hated this movie at first. And the second time, I hated it a little less. Who? Who's that? Vince Vaughn. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, who I'm Jennifer, not a fan of. Jennifer Aniston, maybe or no? Or? No, no, no. Uh, a lot of uh, beautiful women. Uh, the chick who was in the movie uh, that was is, I don't know. Is John Favreau in it? Yeah, he is. Oh yeah, yeah he is. Um, <laughs> but I watched it a second time. Just it was on in the background. I was yeah. like, ah, you know, it's got some decent one-liners in okay. there, but I don't know. Couples I Retreat. Max, I, you watch I watched anything? the Any stand-up thing. specials anybody needs to watch? Uh, stand-up specials, Ray Romano's new Netflix special is actually really? s- like surprisingly awesome. Uh, what? It's so good. <laughs> 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 that was well-timed. I will, I will watch that. It's, it's like that I was just uh, saying off-air that normally when uh, a comic who was you know big like 30 years ago hasn't done a special since comes back, they usually like – keep that same like corny style from back then and don't modernize it at all and uh you know and it's usually like pretty lame but ray romano was like he killed it it was was so good it was yeah it was i was so surprised by how funny his special was it was so good um uh, i guess if we're talking about like dramas like one tv show that i love is peaky blinders yeah so good i I started the first season a long time ago and i liked it i just never Cillian Murphy, dude, he's so underrated. He's such a great actor. He's a scarecrow in yeah, yeah, Batman yeah, Begins. Exactly. Yeah, Red Eye. Unreal. Yeah, man. he's an amazing actor. He's, he's an actor. So underrated. You don't know his. I don't know his name because he just it consumes whoever he's yeah. becoming in the yeah, movie, yeah. and he always kind of plays a different little role. Like he's intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has a weirdness. <laughs> like, isn't that like a like a, a fiber or something? Like, psyllium? is that like a like a, one of those like fiber drinks or whatever? That a what? Psyllium? 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 Uh, or psyllium, uh, psyllium. What is that? No. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Uh, the, the, the vitamin drink or something. Yeah, like that? it's like fiber helps to poop. <laughs> yes, dude. That's it. That's it. We got it. That's the buzzer that means you got it right. Psyllium. Mycelium media. Shut up, I Dustin. Shut up, Dustin. So it's, a, it's a rough name to grow up with. <laughs> yeah, he made he made the best out of it though, man. Real, real quick to go back. Did you? Uh, were, you don't were have you, to say real. Quick. Were you ever? Uh, yeah, I do. I have to remind you. Uh, no, but I just wanted to go back to that. Did you ever? Did your parents listen to like Motown very much, or is that kind of? Like, do they listen to Sam Cooke? Here's the deal, baby. You know, I told you my cousin, Heather Heather, who we got booted off the page because you wouldn't let me kick out Baba Jean at first. Catch me Thank outside. you. How about Thank that? you. You will. Because we drove together. Let's go. Um, right now. But really they, they were from Chicago, and every time we'd go to Chicago, they loved Motown. So yeah. it was like that thing where we were listening. listening. My dad was listening to more rock. My mom was listening to more sure. Michael Bolton. Okay. Um, so then at... When we go there, it was when Supreme. Yeah. It was Supreme. And Bernadette, like yeah. the four tops. Sure. So I loved it. And that's when I got the guitar out. And I was like, oh, this is this is That's life, what this baby. is. Like, well, that's, so Sam Cooke, to me, was just always like this kind of clean, oh. clean-cut crooner, man. And I, maybe I'll tell that story. <laughs> I'll, 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 st- I'll tell that story to uh, start the show next week. Oh, but, uh, a, little, a week-long uh, tease? A, a, a Sam, a Sam <laughs> Cooke tease for next week. But watching that, uh, you know, the whole deal was he was just a super clean-cut guy, great smile, and he was a crooner, man, and just one of my favorite singers of all time. I had no idea his story, and it's a shame kind of how his story wasn't told. They didn't investigate his murder. Like most people don't even probably know that Sam Cooke was murdered. But, dude, he was he was a seriously like – he was hanging out with Malcolm X, and he was hanging out with Jim Brown and Muhammad Ali, and these guys were like a really – it was it, 
February, Black History Month. Like, it was a really cool, gripping documentary that I was like, man, I love Sam Cooke. And I had no idea that his life just ended like this. Like, he knew too much. He was too powerful. He was – it's cool, man. It's, it's, I think it's called The Two Killings of Sam Cooke. It is phenomenal. Craig, it doesn't have to be Black History Month to, like, really – No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. But I'm going to remind you, since I know it hadn't even crossed your mind, we're already, what, 20 – how many days are we in? Look at a calendar. 222. 22 days into a 28-day month, and you haven't mentioned it once? What kind of monster are you? you got to disrespect, I do it every day. That's what I'm saying. I do it every day of my life. I live it. I be it. I be the be. Thank you. I don't know. You do, <laughs> you do kind of look like one of those like really light skinned black guys that like you don't know is black, like Stephon Curry or something. Like I'm Greek. <laughs> just like, I'm just, like just like crazy. Don't, just like don't give him just like that the craziest light. <laughs> just don't see the craziest light skin. <laughs> guys, I, I had a whole like lot of fun. Like you would say it, and I'd be like, oh, oh, I I should have guessed. <laughs> I'm such a. Tiny I've had a whole penis, lot of fun so. talking about nothing mm-hmm. with you. And Max, I have I have had a regular, really great time with you. Um, yeah. like I'll send you the bill, guys. We got Yeah, we're gonna definitely send us the bill. Um, I'm going when it gets there. I'm going to sign. Max Price said uh, I can come <laughs> yeah, here, and it's free. just gonna give it right back to you. And I'm just gonna use my one get out of jail free card, uh, guys. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. Sunday is a great day. Come on out down to Tower Classic Tattooing, one of our terrific sponsors. I'll get tatted We're up. We're going to go back and forth between Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL. It's Hoosier Tattoo Day. We're Hoosiers. If you sent us the art, we got it in the queue. Come on out. We're going to make a whole day of it. We're going to play some arcade games. Steve and I are still on that NBA. No one's taking us off. We Thunder are Dan Marley. Champ. All you day, every day. the NBA champions. Okay? You can do that. You can do that if you I want. I would destroy jackets. anybody in Tekken 5. Okay. And you, well, you know, not, not somebody who's just he ran in here to get the on the piss record. out of the buttons real fast either. you got to no. know the combos. Button mash, if you can't beat much button mashing, you're not that good. Yeah, exactly. Period. I'll button End mash of story. you. Max Price, thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for joining hey, us, man. thanks for having me. We had a lot of fun. Kyle Reese was great in the first hour. The whole presentation was brought to you by Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. You can go to momedcanco.com, enter HOSO at checkout. You get 15% off site-wide. If you need insurance and you don't call James Carlton, you're an idiot. That's all i got to say about it. Just call Ouch. James Carlton, 314-961-4800. I wish he was my dad, too. And he's going to make sure that I'm sufficiently covered. Uh, if you got a little leak in your roof, maybe you want to change up roof, that roof. siding. Maybe you want some James Hardy board for siding. Roof. Lifetime roofing. Roof. Check them out. Google Just go Google them. it. Just go Google them. Okay? Tower STL. Tower STL. No, Parlor STL. Tower Classic Tattoo. Come on down. Sunday, noon. We're getting tattooed. It's going to be it. so much fun. Going back and forth. Friendship. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you, Seth. I appreciate you. Integrity. Mm. You always do a great job for us, my man. I love seeing you behind the glass every Friday night. This is Who's Fiskin on WGNU 920 AM. We'll catch you next week. Let's go to-